Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey there, this is the spoken edition of Wired. Minds is the anti-Facebook that pays you for your time by Louise Mitsakis. During Mark Zuckerberg's over 10 hours of congressional testimony last week, lawmakers repeatedly asked how Facebook makes money. The simple answer, which Zuckerberg dodged, is the contributions and online activities of its over 2 billion users, which allow marketers to target ads with razor precision. In which case, asked Representative Paul Tonko, Democrat New York, Why doesn't Facebook pay its users for their incredibly valuable data? It's a good question, one that alternative social networks like Minds have attempted to answer. The idea isn't entirely new. Minds launched in 2015, but the site and others like it feel especially relevant as people begin to re-examine the bargain Facebook has made with them. Meeting of the Minds Minds is tiny compared to Facebook. It only has around 1 million users, 110,000 or so of whom are active each month. But it's a prominent example of what it looks like when a platform inverts the traditional ad-supported model. It doesn't feel entirely different from Facebook, at least not at first. The site's homepage is a newsfeed with tabs for browsing images, videos, blogs, and groups at the top of the page. If you don't follow anyone in particular, it quickly fills with the equivalent of ads, which Minds calls boosts. You can also banish all the boosted posts from your feed with a $5 Minds Plus monthly subscription. In a refreshing change from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the rest of the major platforms, Minds has also retained a strictly reverse chronological timeline. The core of the Minds experience, though, is that users receive tokens when others interact with their posts, or simply by spending time on the platform. Helping people make money online is such an important focus of ours, says 32-year-old Minds founder Bill Ottman. The tokens users receive for contributing to Minds don't yet translate to real money, but they can be used within the platform to buy two kinds of boosts. Newsfeed boosts largely work in the same way as traditional digital ads, injecting a post into other people's feeds. Peer-to-peer boosts, meanwhile, formalize a part of the digital economy that has always existed, letting you pay another Minds user to share your post to their followers. It's the Minds equivalent of a brand paying an Instagram blogger to wear their shoes, or a musician paying a popular Twitter account to tweet out their SoundCloud mixtape. The difference is that the financial relationship is disclosed in the open. If you use the boost well, you could have no audience and easily gain like five to 10,000 followers, says Ottman. Minds doesn't let you use a boost to target specific users on the platform. 
your post instead gets shared to 1,000 random people for each token you spend. Ottman says that if Mines ever did build out a targeting capability, the entire system would require users to explicitly opt in. If you haven't earned enough tokens from contributing to or using Mines, you can also choose to pay for either type of boost using a credit card. A thousand views cost one dollar. The Token Economy The tokens on Mines can be used for more than just ads. They essentially power the social network's entire ecosystem. Using Wire, the platform's built-in Patreon-like feature, users can tip creators or pay for exclusive content if someone chooses to place a post behind a paywall. You can also earn tokens by contributing to Mines code or discovering software bugs. The entire site is open source. Last month, Mines began testing converting its token system, which was previously called Points, into a new cryptocurrency, the Mines token, which runs on the Ethereum blockchain network. In theory, Mines users will eventually be able to take their tokens to exchanges and convert them into another cryptocurrency like Bitcoin or even into dollars. Mines will likely never become the next Facebook. Its relatively tiny user base hasn't grown much over the last couple of years, but it represents a prototype of what could be a very different kind of social network. For one, Mines aims to be community-owned, and it doesn't consider itself in competition with other similar open-source projects. Last year, Mines raised over $1 million from more than 1,500 individual backers. It otherwise relies on revenue from people buying boosts, and a potential payday if Mines' cryptocurrency gains in value. Generally speaking, I consider every network that's open source, encrypted, and working towards decentralization on the same team, and hope they feel the same way, Ottman said in an email. Mines is not the first social network to pay out cryptocurrency for activity. Steemit has a similar model, rewarding users with a fraction of the cryptocurrency Steam for everything they do on the platform. The main difference between Steemit and Mines is the former's weighted voting system, which values the input of older Steemit accounts over newcomers. While a vote from a newbie on the platform might be worth less than a cent, a vote from someone with an established reputation might be worth several dollars. On Mines, no such preferential treatment exists. Speech Lessons The Mines business model differs from Facebook's, but it will have to grapple with some of the same ethical questions that mainstream social networks do. The vast majority of content on Mines is innocuous, but posts do appear there that would constitute hate speech on other platforms, including several groups with a racial slur in their name. There's nothing in the Mines' terms of service preventing users from posting hate speech, though the platform doesn't allow doxing, inciting violence, or harassing other users directly. Facebook and other mainstream social networks have become more aggressive in taking down what they perceive as hate speech in recent years to prevent their tools from being co-opted by bigots to help spread their message. But on Mines and other platforms like it, the ethical question about what content to remove has added dimension. Ottman has to grapple with not only potentially helping Nazis find each other, but also paying them to spend time interacting with each other. Ottman says he believes removing hate speech and other offensive content can unintentionally bring more attention to bigoted ideologies. While we could ban those ideas from our platform, we would, okay, yes, we would maybe be keeping the platform a little bit safer for people, but on a broader social view, we would actually be contributing to the problem, he argues. The censorship that's happening on Twitter and Facebook, it has no understanding of nuance. They're using AI algorithms to just go through it all, and there's just a lot of collateral damage. Minds doesn't use AI to detect content that violates its terms, and the site has an incredibly small staff, leaving few resources to police content, even if it wanted to. But controlling what users say, especially their political views, has always been incongruent with Ottman's values. The Mines founder has gone to great lengths to ensure his site doesn't appear partisan. 
especially as other alternative social networks, like Gab, have become plainly aligned with the far right. Ottman stresses that Minds has been supported and used by people of every political ideology. His focus is ensuring that Minds and platforms like it succeed, just as Wikipedia beat out proprietary encyclopedias. I believe that it is inevitable that an open-source solution will rise to the top, whether that's us or a federation of decentralized networks cooperating, says Ottman. He has a long way to go. Facebook continues to generate billions of dollars in revenue each quarter, and advertisers don't appear dismayed by its recent privacy snafus. But Minds and its ilk at least promise something Facebook never could. Cold, hard cryptocurrency for the same sort of data the heavyweights takes for free. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.